Hey everybody, welcome to Hope Radio and the Hope Club Podcast. Coming your way. Also, I want to remind you, you can catch us when we're live at 12.30 Eastern Time at newhoperadio.live and you go to Facebook or YouTube. We're on both of those channels too. newhoperadio.live, Facebook and YouTube. There is a problem in the Christian way of life. And it's often addressed, uh-oh, in the wrong way. That's right. We often hear messages about body parts, right? And keeping them from sin. What does the Bible say? Feet that run to mischief, Proverbs 6.18. A tongue that speaks evil, 1 Peter 3.10. Eyes that are proud and hands that shed blood. Proverbs 6.17 But there is a body part that I believe is the root to all of these other sins. When we sin with this part of our body, it opens up the door to all kinds of sin and bad behaviors. Interestingly enough, ladies, you love to decorate this part of your body. Some men do too. What is it? It's the ears. The ears. (laughs) That's the part that needs to be addressed. We're in a series entitled Dynamic Christianity. I like that. You know why? Because dynamic means effective, productive, alive. That's how our Christianity should be. It should be alive and productive and effective. So today, we're going to learn about dynamic listening. You know, the ears, oh yeah, they play a very big part in your Christian life. That's why I said you don't hear much about the ears. Dynamic listening is basically the proper use of the ears. That's why I call it dynamic listening. The improper use of the ears would be only hearing. That's all. So what's the difference between listening and hearing? Okay, this is hearing. Did you hear that? Yes. What was it? I don't know. (laughs) that's hearing. You hear something, but it's void of understanding. But dynamic listening, oh, it's totally different. Matter of fact, it's so important that the Apostle James, he wrote about it. Yes, he did. In James 1.19, know what he said? He said, this you know, my beloved brethren. So, okay, right out of the chute, You know, he's talking to believers, okay? He's talking to you and me, Christians. This you know, my beloved brethren. But everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Oh, man, don't we get that backwards sometimes? (laughs) We're quick to anger, quick to shoot off our mouth, and slow to listen. We got to get that in the right order. So when James said, this you know, 
It really means know this. He's giving them a lesson on dynamic hearing. He said, you got to be quick to hear. It means, quick means prompt, right? Ready. Ready to understand. See, listening means I'm going to listen with the intention of, number one, comprehending, and number two, obeying. That's listening. Dynamic listening. Hearing is like, I hear something, but that's about as far as it goes. Listening, I comprehend and I obey. Okay? And this is why James said a couple of scriptures down in verse 22. He said, but prove yourselves doers of the word. Not merely hearers. See, you thought I made that up, right? Not merely hearers who what? Uh Uh-oh. Delude themselves. People who merely hear the word of God, they're in a delusion. You know, we're calling out people that go to church with their body, but their mind is a million miles away. You're deluded. You go to church to hear the word, but you're not listening. You're hearing it, but you're not listening for the purpose of comprehension and obeying. Now, this topic is so important. Even Jesus spoke about it when he told the parable of the sower. The same seed was sown, but it had different results, right? Some seed was sown on rocky places. Some was sown on the hard path. Some was sown among the thorns. Some was sown on good soil. And three out of those did not have much growth. So because of the way the seed was received, different types of soil representing different types of hearts, or how about this, different types of hearing, there was only one that produced fruit, and that was the good soil, the prepared soil, the one that knew how to listen, not the one that hears. And that's why some people, they never get the victory, and they never grow. They sit in church, oh, week after week after week, no change. The only thing they change is their clothes. The heart doesn't change. Why? Because they're hearing, but they're not listening. See, you got to make your mind up on the way to church. Say, today, God's got something for me. God's going to give me something for me, and I'm going to receive it, and I'm going to abide in it. That's dynamic listening. That's how you grow. One guy I like to read, Adam Clark, he said, about these people, they were downright antinomians. In other words, they reject religious laws who put a sort of stupid, inactive faith in the place of all moral righteousness. What does that mean? It means that they don't combine knowing with living. That's what that means. You got to combine the two. It's not about just knowing the things of God. You got to flesh them out. You've got to abide in them. And if you don't, if you're just a hearer, you are in a, now James said this, a delusion. He said, merely hearers who delude themselves. It's a delusion. What does it mean to delude? It means to beguile, to deceive. Where have we seen this before? Oh, hey, Let's go back to where it all started. 
in the Garden of Eden. Remember that? Genesis 3.13. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you've done? And the woman said, Oh, the serpent. He deceived me, and I ate. I like the way the King James puts it. The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. What does that mean? She let Satan have his way with her. Why? Because she didn't listen. Oh, she heard. Yes, honey, I hear you. Don't go near that tree. Okay. But she didn't abide in it. She didn't comprehend the danger of it and live in it. So Satan had his way and beguiled her. See, when you don't dynamically listen to God's word, you let Satan have his way with you. And that's when things go bad. Let me tell you something. If the devil has his way with you, things aren't going to go good. (laughs) There's never a happy ending when Satan deceives you, seduces you. Go ask people in jail. Go ask drug addicts and alcoholics. Go ask people that have made serious bad decisions. What, what, What happened? Satan beguiled them. He said, hey, try this. It's going to work out beautiful. And it worked out terribly. Terribly. So here's the old proverb I like to give. If you always do what you always did, you'll always get what you always got. So ask yourself, do I want to keep getting what I'm getting? If you do, fine, keep doing the same thing. But if you don't, then start doing something differently. And start listening rather than just hearing. The problem with many believers today is not that they're sinful. They're not. But they're spiritually deaf. That's why they're deaf, spiritually. And that's why there are marriage problems, divorces. That's why there's abuse. That's why there's all kinds of dysfunction in families. Why? Because Christians are spiritually deaf. Not sinful, not evil, not bad. You just don't know how to hear. You don't know how to listen. Because if you know how to listen, you would comprehend, and then you would abide and things would work out better. But oh no, no, you know it all. So you're just going to go to church and look pretty in here. And then you go back to the same old muck and mire that you left. Now, I don't know who I'm talking to, but I must be talking to somebody. You got to learn how to listen. Have you ever said hello to someone and they responded, good, and you? <laughs> yeah, You know why? Because they don't listen. People don't listen. Try that next time. Don't say, hi, how are you? Say, hello, and see if they don't say, good, how are you? Because they're not listening. You know, President Roosevelt, he once became tired of the smiling superficiality that accompanied many White House receptions. So one particular evening, he decided to see whether or not anybody was actually paying attention to what he said. So as he shook hands with each guest uh, filing through the line, he smiled really big and he said, I murdered my grandmother today. No one even noticed. 
They all gave the usual protocol. How lovely. <laughs> Keep up the good work. <laughs> One diplomat responded, I'm sure she had it coming to her. <laughs> and, right. People don't listen. How many here of you that are listening to me right now? And I hope you're listening, not just hearing. Probably half of you shut me off. But for those of you that are left, how many of you have ever looked in a mirror? And when you did, did you see, seek to make some sort of improvement? Like maybe, you know, comb your hair, straighten your tie, fix your makeup, take the spinach out of your teeth. You know, you look in the mirror for the purpose of what? Self-improvement. Now, what if you looked in the mirror and you saw some things that needed to be addressed and you didn't do any of those things? You didn't comb your hair. You didn't fix your tie. You didn't address your makeup. You didn't brush your teeth. You wouldn't look your best, would you? You might even be embarrassed in public because you didn't take the proper steps for self-improvement. Well, James addresses that too. In verse 23, he said, For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer. So here's a guy. You go to church. Right on, pastor. Oh, that's a great message. And then you go home and you don't do anything. You ignore the whole thing. He says, You're like a man who looks at his natural face in a mirror. And once he has looked at himself, he's gone away. And he immediately forgotten what kind of person he was. <laughs> he looks in the mirror and he's like, oh, my hair's all messed up. Oh, well. And he walks away. She looks in the mirror. Oh, my makeup is running. Oh, well. She walks away. You know what I mean? So if you walk away, what kind of a person have you become? You become deluded thinking that, hey, everything's okay, but it's not. This guy goes away and does nothing about what he saw in himself. Come on, if we're all honest, we could all find something in ourselves that needs to be addressed. I know I do. I got a list. You want to borrow it? <laughs> I got a list of them. But here's a guy, whether you're looking in the mirror and walking away to do nothing, or you're going to church, hear the message, and you go home and you do nothing, James says, what kind of person is that? The person that forgets why they looked in the mirror. Or they forget why they went to church. How many people do that? You go to church, you get all spruced up, and then you forget why you went. Because you're not listening. You don't have the attitude in the morning. Oh, this day's for me. God's got something for me. God knows I got issues. And he knows, maybe I don't even see that issue. But the Holy Spirit is going to take the Word of God today and put it in my heart. And it's going to lead me and direct me. So I'm going to go to church and I'm going to be all ears and I'm going to make a commitment. I'm going to abide in what I hear. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. Now you're going to avoid a life of regret. And then here comes the blessing. Oh, you want to be blessed? This is where real blessing comes from. Verse 25. But one who looks intently. Notice that little adverb, 
intently at the perfect law, the law of liberty. And here comes part two. He abides by it. Whew. There it is, folks. There's the recipe. To look intently, that means to listen. And then to abide by it, that means to apply it. Not having become a forgetful hearer, but an effectual doer. Okay, you got that part? Here's the result. This man will be blessed in what he does. I like that. There's the blessing. The blessing has to do with how you receive the word of God and what you do with it. Because the blessing is in obeying the scriptures. That's the blessing. And that little phrase, he looks intently, you know what it literally means? To lean over or to stoop down. And it signifies to make the effort, to make an effort. You know, when you go to church and you're listening to your pastor, you got to make an effort to pay attention because our minds can wander. You know, we can, Satan can throw all kinds of negative thoughts in our head. Or we can think about the busyness of the day or what we're going to do after church, you know, and, oh, I got to go here. I got to go see, you know, Uncle Arnie, Auntie Tessie. I got to go, oh, do, I got laundry. I got, all this stuff. And all of a sudden, you miss the very thing that God had intended for you to hear. That one liner that changes everything. And you missed it because you weren't looking intently. You didn't make the effort, okay? Like when you stoop down to pick something up, you make the effort, right? So you're making an effort to receive God's word. The difference between the blessed life and the beguiled life is in the ability to listen and abide. That's it. That's the difference. The person whose life lives in self-deception and dysfunction compared to the person who lives in blessing. What's the difference? Listen and abide. That's all. That's the, how simple is a solution to a major problem? That's a beautiful aspect of the Christian way of life. The solution is simple when the problems are complex. Okay, don't be like the guy who said, my wife said I never listen to her. At least that's what I think she said. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. So listen, as I said in the beginning, I am convinced I really am. I see it. And I'm guilty sometimes too. Oh yeah, I'm not like, you know, the postal child for intently listening. Oh no, sometimes I miss what God's got for me and I regret it. Oh, I pay the price later. Don't you worry. So like I said, I really believe the problem with most believers, it's not sin. It's they don't have a blessed and peaceful life because of the refusal in the area of dynamic listening. That's the problem. If we can work on the way that we listen to the Word of God, things will change. And you know how long it'll take to change? Instantly. They'll change instantly because we begin abiding instantly. We comprehend, we abide, 
We make a commitment. We say, thank you, Lord. That's what I'm going to do. That was said for me. And you go on. Listening with the intention of remembering and applying what they hear to their life. That's it. And I know for me, you know, my memory is not what it used to be. I'm very forgetful of things these last this last year or two. So what I try to do, I try to make up for memory loss by listening more. And I like to listen to other messages and podcasts and other preachers because what it does, it reinforces the word of God that's in my heart. The more I listen, the more reinforcement I get. And um, I get to keep the scriptures flowing through my brain. So I have people that I like to listen to. And I want to give you a recommendation. If you're serious about your faith, you know, we do offer opportunities for people to to get the word of God. You know what? On a daily basis. It's not only this radio program, but if you're serious, this is for everybody. You can go to the New Hope Christian Church Swansea Facebook page. And every morning I do a very short live devotional going through the scriptures is maybe I don't know, three minutes. But you know what it does? It's a jump start for the day. Monday through Friday. Boom. Right there. Every day. First thing in the morning. And you get that jump start for the day. Just go to the New Hope Christian Church Facebook page. Face Church Swansea. You might have to put in Swansea for the first time. And just absorb the devotional every day. Don't forget, join the Hope Club. The Hope Club podcast. You know what's so great about that? That it's on demand. I mean, come on, driving to work, driving home, running errands, sitting in the car waiting for someone. It goes with you wherever you go. Join the Hope Club and get a devotional in your email every Monday through Friday. So many different ways that we offer for people to get the Word of God. And you know what? It's very manageable. You don't need to sit there for an hour and a half. They're all manageable bites just to kind of keep the Word of God flowing through your soul. So, so many opportunities. And even this message today, you've probably forgotten at least half of what was said. Because that's our brain. It doesn't absorb everything. So you can go back later to the Hope Club podcast, and this message will be there. It'll be right there, the Hope Club podcast. It'll be right on top. What number? 450-something. I don't know. we got quite a few up there. But it's there. And you'd be surprised, and people have told me this many times, when they hear a message for the second time, it's like they heard it for the first time. Or they hear many, many things that they didn't get the first time. So when you listen to it twice, there's a better opportunity to get the full picture, to listen and abide. And that's what you do. When you're serious about the Word of God, you want to listen and you want to abide. And you know, you know what that does? Dynamic listening leads to effective doing. Okay? You want effective doing. And you know why you want effective doing? Because effective doing leads to a, here it comes, blessed life. And isn't that what we want? Nothing wrong with that. God wants to bless your life, but he's going to do it the right way. 
He's not going to bless the lazy life. He's going to bless the life that is diligent in receiving his word. He's going to bless the life that looks intently into the scriptures. That doesn't just listen with the ears, but listens with the heart and has an attitude of obedience. Somebody that doesn't say, yes, I went to church today, but they say, yes, I went to church today and I heard God and God spoke to me and God helped me. Maybe God corrected me. Maybe God directed me. Maybe God encouraged me. Maybe God healed me. Oh, God has many things that he can do. And he'll do what's needed. Whatever we need for that day. And it might be a correction. Or it might be a a healing of the heart. Or some guidance. And doesn't the word of God, isn't it, according to Psalm 119, a lamp to my feet and a light to my path? Doesn't it, according to Proverbs 4.22, give me strength in my bones and give me life? Of course it does. It does all those wonderful things. But the lazy life will not be blessed. But the one that is diligent and the one that is serious and the one that looks intently into the scriptures. Oh, that's the one that God will pour out blessings into that life. Really think about that. We are not sinful people. We are forgetful people. Sometimes we're a little lazy. Sometimes we just don't pay attention and put the work in like we should. But if you do, I'll tell you what, your life will be fruitful. Isn't that what we want? I do. A fruitful life. And look at how easy God made it. You can sit in a chair and listen. You can go for a walk and listen. You can drive your car and listen. You can lay at the beach and listen. You can be going up and down the aisles in the grocery store and listen. I mean, it's like listening goes with us everywhere we go. It's not like watching TV where you got to sit there. Listening goes with you everywhere. That's why it's such a great thing. Let me encourage you again. Join the Hope Club. Get that email every morning in your email box, newhoperadio.live. Join us in the morning on Facebook, New Hope Christian Church, Swansea. Get a mini message there. And then go to the Hope Club podcast. Everything's on demand, even this message right now will be there shortly. Why? Because we want a life that is blessed by God.